Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. I want to thank all you guys right off the top here. Our podcast listens and downloads were up 194% in 2020 compared to 2019. That is an unbelievable run. I thank all of you for making that happen, for sharing the show, for downloading, for interacting with us. One request for you as we roll into 2021, go give us a five-star review. Write something funny for Danny G to read. He'll be reading them next week. We have got a loaded show for you as we gear up for the divisional round of the playoff games. Urban Meyer taking over the Jags. We break down a reaction to that. Uh, we talk Rams, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Chiefs, Bucks, Saints. Ryan Glasspiegel, one of the writers at OutKick, is with me in hour one. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle in hour two. And Dr. David Chow, pro football doc, giving us health-related takes to get ready for the divisional round of the playoffs in the third hour of the program. I think you're going to love all of it. I thank all of you. I hope you have fantastic weekends. The Friday edition of OutKick begins now. OutKick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is one of my favorite weekends we're about to enter into in the year. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays. Saturday, double games, Rams, Packers, Ravens, Bills, fantastic activity there. Sunday, Browns, Chiefs, Bucks, Saints, not surprisingly, we are going to spend a lot of time talking about those divisional round playoff games as we get ready for them. The NFL Super Wild Card may be my new favorite football weekend of the year because we got six football games, three on Saturday, three on Sunday, but Usually, the divisional round games are the best games of the entirety of the season. 
because sometimes the AFC and NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl cannot live up to the hype. And this is four of the final seven games that we have to look forward to on an NFL schedule. So, I am knocking on wood for Micah, whatever this desk is made of that I'm sitting at right now. But I want you to know that it appears the NFL is going to get these games in without any major health-related COVID issues. We had some last week, obviously, with Kevin Stefanski. The Browns seem to be out of the woods. And so, if we can play these games on Saturday and Sunday without issue, and again, I'm knocking on wood because at any moment things can arise, if that occurs, then we'll only have three games left, and the NFL is basically going to have managed, I believe, an incredible accomplishment. Okay? So... We're going to talk a ton about these games. And I'll go ahead and tell you right off the top, I put up a poll question yesterday that a lot of you decided to weigh into. And that was asking you which game you were most looking forward to. And it's a sign of how good the quality of these games are that there were a lot of you with a variety of different opinions. If you could only watch one NFL playoff game this weekend, which one would you pick? Bucks Saints ended up winning by a tiny, minuscule amount, with over 40,000 of you voting. Uh, 33% of you said you were most looking forward to the Bucks saints which will actually be a third time as the charm, potentially, game. Ravens-Bills was the second most popular. Browns-Chiefs, the third most, and the least popular was Rams-Packers. So we'll see exactly how that shakes out. But to me, the most interesting story, as everybody is waking up this morning, is Urban Meyer to the Jacksonville Jaguars is officially official. And to me, there are two pathways to follow here as you try to make a calculation in your mind of how this is going to go. Before I take you down those two different pathways, let me start here. The Jacksonville Jaguars, in the space of a couple of months, are going to go from one of, if not the most, least interesting team in the entirety of the NFL to one of the most interesting. Because you are going to bring in an incredibly polarizing coach in Urban Meyer who has won at a high level but has oftentimes seemed, I think it's fair to say, as if he is one of the used car salesmen of the college football universe. He's a guy who never seems to quite tell you the truth. Wildly successful. I think the job that he did with his third string quarterback at Ohio State, Cardell Jones, winning the national championship for Ohio State the first year of the college football playoff as the four seed, beat a much better Alabama team, and then went and beat Marcus Mariota and the Oregon Ducks, which I also think was a better team, to win his team a national championship. Zeke was his running back. A lot of you remember exactly how that went down. That was an incredible coaching job. His first national championship, the one he won at Florida with Chris Leak, was an out-of-this-world coaching job. Tim Tebow was a freshman that year. 2006. One of the all-time great coaching jobs, in my opinion, Urban Meyer winning the national championship. Ironically enough, if you remember... The Florida Gators beat the Ohio State Buckeyes. That was when Ted Ginn Jr. broke his ankle on that opening kickoff touchdown. And from there, the Buckeyes just got absolutely dominated 
by the Florida Gators. There is no doubt that Urban Meyer can coach and coach and coach. But he's used to being the king of the castle. He's used to running a relatively like dominant personality-driven championship caliber team. How is he going to transition when there are a lot of guys on this team making a lot more money than he is? And he doesn't have the same level of power. Also, the culture that Urban Meyer created at Florida, when he came out and said he was going to have the top 1% of 1%, it ended up devouring him. That was the Aaron Hernandez era, Florida Gators. There was a lot of off-the-field transgressions. And many people believe the reason why Urban Meyer fled Florida was because the locker room that he had built that allowed him to win a championship was also poised to devour him. Same kind of thing happened at Ohio State with the Zach Smith implosion of the culture of him as a head coach there. What kind of culture is he going to build in Jacksonville? And what kind of partnership is he going to be able to have with Trevor Lawrence, presuming they draft him? Now, there are a lot of college coaches who have come into the NFL with sterling resumes and they haven't worked. Just look a little bit further down in Florida for Nick Saban at Miami. Look Another Florida Gator coach who won a national championship up the coast in Washington, D.C. for what happened when Steve Spurrier went to take over the then Redskins. Will Urban Meyer have things in common with both of those coaches? Or will he have something more in common with Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, and Barry Switzer, guys who won national championships in college just like Urban that later went on to be able to win Super Bowls? What I would submit to you is going to be a challenge for you is, and for Urban, as good of a coach as he is, if he doesn't find a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who develops into being a stud, he can look very average. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Until he had Tom Brady, he didn't win very much. And now that he doesn't have Tom Brady, he's not winning very much either. So really what Urban Meyer is wagering here $100 million in cap space, four of the top 45 picks, that's great. But the question is, is Trevor Lawrence going to be an incredibly elite quarterback? If he is, then Urban Meyer's got a chance to win a Super Bowl. If he's not, then Urban Meyer is going to fail. So if Urban Meyer really believes in Trevor Lawrence, this is a brilliant move. If he doesn't, it's not going to matter how good of a coach he is. You can't win with a quarterback that isn't any good in the NFL, period. When we come back, we'll talk with Ryan Glasspiegel about this. He's a writer at OutKick. Continue to break down the NFL playoffs. John McClain going to join us in the second hour from the Houston Chronicle. And Dr. Chow, our medical expert, will join us in the third hour. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Bring in now, and I'm going to be trying to do this more and more now that we're starting to have a little bit of calmness in what has been an insane past, what, year, basically. Uh, We have been on fire at OutKick. And one reason we've been doing so well at OutKick is because of all the different writers that we have brought on, including Ryan Glasspiegel. Uh, He is at Sports Report on Twitter. He joins us now early this Friday morning. Ryan, first of all, you're in Chicago. It sounds like... Maybe, hopefully, possibly, restaurants and bars might finally be able to start to open up again. What's it feel like in Chicago? We have a lot of listeners in Chicago, but I don't know that I've had somebody on 
to talk about what living in that area has been like the last several months? I mean, I've been going crazy. The, the thing about um, the bars and restaurants being closed that I miss the most is either the Saturday or Sunday morning, like just taking the newspaper and going to brunch and having it take 60 or 90 minutes and just having a really leisurely time away from home. I've got two dogs and then I've got a kid who just turned two yesterday. And so happy birthday to her. um, Yeah. That time is like kind of very sacred to me and it's just been snatched away over the last year. Now to her credit, um, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago came out against the lockdowns before they happened in the second round in October, but um, she didn't really push forcefully or say to bars and restaurants, look, this is the governor's rule, but our city's not going to enforce it. She hasn't taken any aggressive stance like that, but she came out today very publicly saying these places need to reopen as soon as possible. And she made the point that these people are socializing in underground parties, and we might as well, if it's happening anyway, um, open it up to places at limited capacity that are going to follow spacing laws. It is it is fascinating because the governor of Illinois, and we've gotten a lot of complaints about this, uh, people who follow the show, we have a lot of listeners in the state of Illinois. Fortunately, we've now got a lot of listeners everywhere, but I feel like Illinois people in particular have been locked down quite a bit because of their governor, who hasn't gotten the same amount of attention. I think J.B. Pritzker, you can tell me if I got that name right, uh, yeah. compared to Cuomo in New York or Gavin Newsom in uh, California, who have sucked up a lot of the attention in terms of lockdowns. Uh, but... For Chicago, a cold-weather place, you've got a two-year-old. How is your two-year-old done during this whole process? Because that's an age where, you know, it, it's really nice to be able to get out with a two-year-old and let him run around a little bit and burn off some in, uh, some energy. She hasn't. I mean, she, there. I don't think that it affects her any differently than normal. We've been sending her to daycare three days a week and having her grandparents watch her two days a week in the daycare. She's at just does an incredible job keeping her stimulated. They take them outside when it's not freezing. Uh, she does a lot of artwork. She um, music stuff, just all sorts of learning. And so I, I think that it might be a little bit, we, we just kind of felt at, like my wife and I, as um, I, I just thought that like the socialization was like very important for her at this age. And so we made the decision and it was tough because as I said, she spends time with her grandparents, but we all just came to the decision that this, that sending her to daycare in all of this was what was best. We're talking to Ryan Glasspiegel. You can follow him on Twitter at Sports Report. He writes at Outkick, lives in Chicago. All right, let's dive into uh, some of the big stories out there. Urban Meyer to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You write and talk, like I do, a great deal about the NFL. I think this catapults in conjunction with Trevor Lawrence adding Urban Meyer makes the Jags one of the most intriguing stories in the NFL among teams that didn't make the playoffs, right? How much more interested are you now in the Jags with Urban Meyer and presumptively Trevor Lawrence? Well, it's just wild, Clay, because the whole NFL up and down, you can't find four boring teams looking at next year. Like, look <laughs> There's a the lot of great storylines. There's no doubt. Like they're, they, just think back like to like 2016, 2017, when like 
the ratings were going down partially because of kneeling, but also partially because they lost uh, quarterbacks like Peyton Manning, who were just gigantic draws in and of themselves. And they've not only replenished the quarterbacks that they've lost like you look at like cam newton and he there's not like a place where you think that he's going to have like a starting job next year and there were all sorts of quarterbacks three or four years ago that um i think you would prefer even this version of newton over but yeah to your point jacksonville gets catapulted in excitement, like immediately they're going to be a team that's going to be on red zone all the time because Trevor Lawrence is the biggest can't miss prospect since Andrew Luck and then even Peyton Manning before that. You might only get somebody that we're just as sure as possible is going to be a like playoff caliber quarterback coming into the league like once a decade. And I think he fits that bill. We're talking to Ryan Glasspiegel at Sports Report. All right, uh, the Packers. You are, I believe, a big Packers fan. Uh, there are four games going on this weekend. The first one to kick off is Rams-Packers. How do you assess the state of Aaron Rodgers? How do you assess the state of Packer Nation? What do you anticipate in that game? So, I mean, it's a little bit scaring me that everybody thinks that they're going to roll. 92% um, of the money, by the way, is on the Packers to make you even more scared you know, you hate uh, to cover. That, but yeah. So the, the two things that are generally giving me concern, and they don't actually have anything to do with what their performance has been this year, but I, it reminds me a little bit of the 2011 team that was 15-1. and one. They had a 4.40 p.m. Eastern second round playoff game off a bye against that New York Giants team, the second one that beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl that had like OCU Minora, oh, yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul, and Justin Tuck. Rodgers got sacked four times in that game, and all of a sudden they're going home without a playoff win in a 15-win season. So I think that this is the best Packers team probably since then. They're definitely like they were both. They were thirteen and three last year and this year, but this season's team was better. Um, so th- it's a little bit like concerning that that game just sticks out of my memory. And then the other thing is uh, Matt Lafleur worked for Sean McVay. And we've seen this. How many times have you seen Clay that Nick Saban graphic about how he does against pupil versus the teacher? Assistant. Yeah, and so like it's like kind of like if I was going head-to-head against you on something where I've been your subordinate and you know kind of some buttons to push. And so it, like, I, it's, that's a little bit of a stretch analogy, but like he, the, the Packers went 0-2 against Kyle Shanahan, who uh, Matt LaFleur also worked for last year, including a playoff exit. So I, I think that the thing – about this game that I'm most excited for is the matchup between Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey's just shut everybody down all season. Adams had 18 touchdowns and almost 1,400 yards in 14 games this year. So that's just something that I'm like fascinated to watch, even if I didn't have a rooting interest in this game. Okay, that's the game because you're a Packers fan that you're most excited to watch. Of the remaining three, if you could only pick one, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Chief, or Bucks, Saints, you would pick which one to watch. What's your They're top all first, first round draft? I, I, yeah, I they, they are. Away, yes, I throw away Ravens, Bills, um, 
and it, it's between Browns Chiefs and Bucks Saints. Now, it, I think I'm going to go Browns Chiefs just because of the new blood. I've seen so much of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I really want to see if the Browns can come out there and give it a shot to win outright as 10-point underdogs. Now, it's a little bit scaring me that they're kind of popular underdogs because the Chiefs have played this season almost as like a light switch season where they just turn it on and off, and that can be dangerous, especially since they had last week off. But um, this Browns team is just like so exciting to me. It's been so long since they've had a team like that. I guess that's also true of the Bills, but I don't know. I I just kind of get a feeling that that Browns-Chiefs game is going to be the most discussed game of these four on Monday. Okay, uh, let's go in. Do you buy into Ravens-Bills? Would you make – the Bills are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and that's partly because they're playing at home. It's partly because, obviously, they're 13-3 and on the season. They didn't play great against the Colts. Should the Bills be favored against the Ravens? Uh, I think they should be favored, but I also agree with the fact that the line has come down from where it opened at three. I think they should be in the vicinity of one and a half to two and a half point favorites just because of what you said, the fact that they're home and they've played better this season. Is Josh Allen the most improved player in uh, in the NFL, right? I mean, I think it's fair to say that Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, you could rank them either way, but it looks like Rodgers is going to win the MVP, are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL this year. I've been making the case that Josh Allen is the third best, and I think most people out there would have expected, not been shocked at least, if I had said, hey, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are going to be the best two quarterbacks in the NFL – I think if I had added in Josh Allen as the third best, many people would have been shocked by that. Would you have, what? and are you astounded by his performance so far this year? It's actually kind of shocking that Rodgers is up there because the, the two or three years before this, I mean, there were you could just make a three-hour clip of people asking on TV of his days as an elite quarterback are over. I believe, but at least he had done. 20, that's true. But at least he had done it before, right? So the, the, the idea to one odds for MVP before this season, and yeah. he's probably going to win it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, to your, answer your question, I do believe that Josh Allen is the most improved player. Like you, you kind of thought coming into this season that Kyler Murray would take the leap that Josh Allen took. right was second year in the pros in that like high flying offense, adding. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but the Bills added a receiver of their own in Stephon Diggs. And I wrote on the site a couple weeks ago that Diggs and Hopkins and the way that they just transformed their new offenses and killed the old teams that got rid of them have made me like rethink the value of the wide receiver position. All right, let's go to – that's, by the way, why I'm picking the Bills. Uh, because not Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson, but to me, you go next step. Who is the difference maker outside of that? Lamar Jackson obviously can be a difference maker with his legs, but I would say Mark Andrews is probably his best weapon uh, down the field. And Stephon Diggs is orders of magnitude better. And I think when you need to make a play, the combination of Josh Allen with uh, with Stephon Diggs, the, the Robin to his Batman – is better than the Robin to Lamar Jackson's Batman on the offensive side of the ball for the Ravens. And I think Diggs will end up making a play that wins the game for the Bills. That's my prediction. All right. Uh, you wrote about this for the site. College football playoff rankings hit an all-time 
national title game low going all the way back to 1998, which was the first year of the BCS title game. I asked the question either yesterday or the day before, all the days run together, we talk so much on this show. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it was harmed, the college football playoff ranking between Alabama and Ohio State, the title game, was lower than the semifinal ratings, which is wild, right? The semifinals were played on January 1st, which was a Friday. Do you think it would have helped college football to, instead of being the final part, right, being the Monday sort of dessert to the NFL six-game uh, meal on Saturday and Sunday in Super Wildcard Weekend, do you think if you were college football, you would look at p- potentially playing your title game on that Friday? Uh, well, it's going to be different in years of a pandemic versus not, because on a normal time, if you play on Friday night, I mean, we saw what happened. This is a, a much bigger deal, but we saw what happened when college football tried to, like, plant their flag on New Year's Eve for the playoffs. One of the most disastrous decisions ever. For people out there who have forgotten, when they initially announced the college football playoff uh, back for 2014, I think, was the first year of the playoff, they said, we're going to make the college football playoff being played on New Year's Eve a big tradition. And people immediately said, wait a minute, are you not aware of how many people go out for New Year's Eve and how many couples you're just now creating a massive battle over? And so after poor numbers on those New Year's Eve day uh, and complaints, they eventually pulled back on that. But that was, you're right, the initial idea. I would maybe do an eight-team playoff, start at the same time, and have it after the second NFL playoff weekend. So you avoid the six. Yeah, four games six, instead yeah. of six. There's a lot of football in those three days. I know we do that for a living, and we're very blessed. But like just having a triple header, triple header, and then like a national title game that takes four hours with the long halftime and million commercials, it's a lot. Uh, but all I, right. to your point, though, I don't think that the football fatigue was the biggest reason for the drop. I think the biggest reason for the drop was how many people are watching cable news right now. And then I think the second biggest reason for the drop is that people are just sick of watching Alabama steamroll people. But the, I do also think that the football fatigue was the third factor there. What do you think about this idea, which I haven't heard a lot of people talk about? The number of people that have ESPN, right, that actually have a cable package in some form or fashion is way lower in 2021 than it was in 2014. Seven years, probably, I don't know, 10 million people that are off the grid for ESPN now. Do you think there's any possibility that in order to get a bigger audience, they end up putting that game simulcast back on ABC Uh, as well as ESPN, because I do think that's starting to factor in somewhat, is there's a lot of cord cutters out there, and really the college football playoff on ESPN is by far the biggest audience ESPN typically gets all year round. Yes, it is the biggest. uh, Maybe it compares with the playoff football game that they air. It's probably in that vicinity, but um, the, the question we don't know the answer to is how much of their subscription fee, is like which is ten dollars a month or so, is predicated on that exclusivity? That is, yeah, is, um, is because of that, and so I, I do think that there's a decent chance that it eventually moves to be simulcast on broadcast and whatever other streaming platforms they can muster. Because there was a there was a thing in Sports Business Journal 
yesterday that said that the ad sales for that game were down 55% from last year when the ratings were down 27%. And so I think that that might be something that is alarming enough for them to figure out how to widen the distribution. Okay, uh, last question for you. Uh, We now know that uh, Dan Levitard has become the latest person to bail on ESPN, Um, and he now reportedly is going to be starting his own business with John Skipper. There was a big article saying that they wanted to provide a counterweight to OutKick, which is interesting. Uh, I guess them acknowledging that OutKick has turned into a pretty big and influential business, which I took as a compliment. Do you think Levitard's business will be successful? How big will it be? And are there others at ESPN that you think could follow him into starting their own businesses? Or is he the last of one of the talents that you see right now that has the potential to do what he's doing? Uh, I do think that it's going to be a success at least. They're going to generate a lot of attention of what they do and a lot of engagement I'm not really privy to the people that they're going to have working under Skipper on the business side and monetizing it, but I think that um, they're going to hire people with big social audiences that are going to ultimately drive engagement. Um, and then for your second question, I you know, Stephen A. Smith just signed a new long-term deal with ESPN. So he's going to be there another five or six years. But after Levitard, I think that he might be the last person who would have been able to be so popular that he could go direct to consumer and make a viable business out of it. Is it fair to say that in the wake of Dan Patrick, Bill Simmons, Dan Levitard, Aaron Andrews, I'm probably missing some additional names that I could be tossing out there, certainly Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, that the days of being afraid of leaving ESPN are past. They used to sell for a long time. The network makes the stars. Once you leave, you won't matter anymore. There's actually a long list of people that matter a great deal that no longer work at ESPN. I'm not sure. I'm curious if you do, if that sales point, which is a little bit of... Uh, basically trying to scare, for lack of a better term, any talent that might be willing to leave. All those people I just named have pretty much thrived since they left ESPN and don't seem to be suffering at all. Yeah, you can add Rich Eisen and Mike Tirico to that too. Tirico's different because he's on the exact game, so of course he's going to be fine. But um, the the two poster examples for the scare tactics that you said were Stephen A. Smith who had to, he, people kind of forget that Stephen A. Smith, um, they, ESPN, not just, it wasn't even that he left, they let him go, and he went to Fox Sports Radio, and he eventually kind of came in through a back door. Like, Jamie Horowitz, who went to run FS1, he had to, like, pound his fist on a table to let them use Stephen A. with Skip more than once a week. And now that he's finally got his way, and now Stephen A. is their biggest star in the face of the company. By the way, and then the sorry to one. cut you off there. Stephen A. had this show uh, for a short period of time. People have forgotten about it. Uh, he had the morning show on Fox Sports Radio, 
and it did not work, I was told, because he couldn't get any sleep. Uh, and I certainly think having three young kids and a uh, and a wife is different than being a single guy um, in terms of getting up this early to do this show. But people have forgotten about that because it was not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but he was the morning guy for a short period of time on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I, I just I think that people in their mind have forgotten that he was gone from the company for a couple of years. They kind of draw a linear path between that, um, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith's show that he had and first take, and that wasn't the case. And then the other person that ESPN used um, to scare people for a few years was Michelle Beadle. Remember, she left ESPN for That's a right. huge deal. At to NBC. go to NBC. And um, that that didn't work and she came back. And so the, there were, there, there were those two people that ESPN really kind of put the fear uh, in a lot of other talents over the last decade. But I really do think um, that Skip Collin and Simmons in particular really just showed that if you've got with, with this new distribution where it's not just that you're on television, but it's like videos that are, being broadcasted all over Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook that like ESPN made these people in the big enough stars that a lot of their distribution wound up being portable. I think that's right. Uh, Ryan, good luck with the two-year-old. Good luck with Chicago (laughs) opening back up, hopefully sooner than later. And uh, encourage you guys to go follow his work at outkick.com, bookmark it. You can check out a lot of the stuff he does. Very well done. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We talked yesterday about which game mattered the most in terms of if you were going to watch one. Uh, And we allowed everybody to vote, and I ran through those poll questions. I like to think about games in terms of who has the most at stake. Last week on the Super Wild Card Weekend, I told you that Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen had the most at stake. If they lose, they're third-year quarterbacks who now have lost multiple games. They would have fallen to 0-5 in the postseason, and there would have started to be whispers, fair or foul, about whether or not these guys could take the next step and win a playoff game with their teams. They both won. To me, the single most intriguing storyline that is out there, and I'm going to unpack this a little bit, to start the second hour of the program, is that game. Ravens-Bills. Because whoever wins that game gets a second playoff win and takes their team to the AFC Championship game where I believe they'll be playing against Patrick Mahomes. But what we have been waiting for in the AFC or in the NFL in general, frankly, is for somebody to stand up and say, I am the real challenger of a young age for Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to unpack this a little bit more as we start the second hour. But right now, if you look, let's look in the NFC. Let's assume Patrick Mahomes wins and goes to the Super Bowl again. If he plays against Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Drew Brees, regardless of what happens in that game, that is not a long-term rival to Patrick Mahomes. That's probably a one-off Super Bowl where we talk, to me, the most interesting storyline there is probably Brady against Mahomes because we feel like Tom Brady is the greatest of all time and right now it feels like Patrick Mahomes could become the next greatest for his generation. So that would be a little bit of a passing of the torch from Brady who has for a generation battled. The difference is part of what made Brady the star that he is and I believe drove him 
to the success that he had was Peyton Manning. Brady versus Manning was the rivalry that defined the first 20 years of the NFL in this century. Right now, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a real rival. People have tried to say it's Lamar Jackson. It hasn't panned out that way. In fact, Patrick Mahomes, if you watched their game earlier this year, actually seems as if he feels a bit insulted by that comparison. At least if you compare it to the way that he played, that's probably the game that the Chiefs got up for the most all season long. And they went on the road and absolutely dominated Lamar Jackson and the Chiefs and the Ravens. Josh Allen got a chance to take a shot at the Chief crown up in Buffalo. And the Chiefs just came in and ran the ball all over them and didn't allow the Bills to ever get rolling. And so a lot of people out there are saying, man, I really don't buy into the Bills being a good matchup for the Chiefs. But whoever wins that game, whether it's Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, is probably going to go on the road against the Chiefs. And by the way, if Baker Mayfield pulls off the upset, then my goodness, we got a hell of a story there too. But I would be very surprised if the Chiefs don't win this game. And whoever does win on that Saturday night game between the Ravens and the Bills, the media is going to build them up as the challenger, the Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning of the modern generation. Who is that going to be? And do we buy into that being the best young quarterback to challenge Patrick Mahomes going forward? Does he have and does he need a true rival in order to attain the highest measure of his talents? I think it's a fascinating question. We're going to talk about it a bit more when we come back to start the second hour of this program. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Go get your bets in. FanDuel.com slash Clay. More on the divisional round of the playoffs. Plus, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle up next. This is Outkick the Coverage. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 